Just Being Honest, the GBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. Welcome to the Just Being Honest Podcast. The GBH Podcast is here to inspire people to dramatically enhance their health, their well-being, and lifestyle by providing an honest perspective and knowledge on eating, quote, real food, whether that is in physical form, the healthiest version of a whole food substance, or mental. What are you saying to yourself? What are you listening from other people? Huh? The less toxins you put in your body, the less toxins that are out in the universe, the environment, and the less toxins that you are spreading onto humanity. It's about creating a life of sourcing transparency, mental freedom, and physical harmony. Guys, this is the Just Being Honest podcast. This is true food for thought. We are getting deep. Yeah. That is me indulging in one of my favorite things in life. I was thinking about it the other day, and I don't think I could live without tea. I think it's actually within my veins. But I'm very particular about what type of tea I put in my body. And also what companies, what brands I stand behind. That is why I like Buddha teas. So here's their philosophy. The Buddha Teas philosophy, they strive to create teas that do more than just satisfy a thirst. Guys, Buddha Teas uses fresh, high-quality ingredients to explore nature's best qualities and enrich the lives of tea drinkers everywhere. I know I'm enriched every time I take a little sip. The fresh, organic herbs and tea leaves allow their teas to stay pure and natural free from chemicals, preservatives, and basically, guys, they don't add flavoring. What? Yes, you got that. Natural flavoring, right? (laughs) Gimmick. All right. The minimal processing and eco-friendly packaging helps to honor and protect the earth with every tea that they make. So, so, you guys can get 15% off by using code JBH15 at checkout. Stock up on your CBD teas, maybe some fennel tea, digestive teas, uh, maybe some sleepy time tea, chakra teas, you name it, they probably have it. So, 15% off, use code JBH15 at checkout. Enjoy. On this episode number 90 of the Just Being Honest podcast, I open the door for a free-flowing conversation with the first physician in California to be board certified in internal medicine and gastroenterology, in addition to being a diplomat of the American Board of Integrative Medicine, being only one of the two integrative gastroenterologists in the United States to carry all three of these endorsements. Yes, Dr. Marvin Singh is pretty much royalty in my eyes. 
But Dr. Marvin Singh's journey within this specialization was peaked, well, guys, when he was personally overweight, feeling tired, low on energy, and even had metabolic syndrome. Does that ring a bell with any of you guys? Huh? So as a caring doctor who did the best he could for his patients, he became <laughs> very aware that, you know, he, he alone was the missing key ingredient toward longevity and optimal health. And if he wanted to speak all this nature to his clients, he had to start within himself. So after completing the Premier Integrative Medicine Fellowship Program founded by pioneer Dr. Andrew Weil, Dr. Marvin Singh followed an anti-inflammatory diet and maintained focus on his own lifestyle changes. And voila, in just three months, he lost 45 pounds. So where to begin with this story of how the gut is at the root of everything. That is for all of you to soon find out. So turn up the volume and grab your notepads because you just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and this is the Just Being Honest podcast. Good morning. Actually, you know, it could be evening for you on your end, but I am, wow, talk about autumn. I am waking up with an amazing guest today. It is a Sunday morning. I look outside my window. I see the, you know, in California terms, this is autumn, but I see like the crisp, like dew in the air, the marine layer um, coming in coming out, you know, over the ocean. This is fall, guys. I feel Halloween around the corner. But actually, that's perfect for our little topic today because we're talking about creatures. (laughs) You're like, what? Creatures. As I like to call them, little friendly bugs within our gut. We're going to really focus on gut health today. We have As I said before, an amazing guest, Dr. Marvin Singh. I have been literally, I think like weeks now, I think I was even in Italy when I tried to get um, him set up for this interview. I have been so excited. Talk about nerd beyond nerd that I am, that I'm excited to talk about gut bacteria, the gut-brain connection, because I personally, if you guys have remembered or recalled, I have personally and still am recovering from a lot of environmental toxin issues, um, detoxing from molds and other issues. I actually moved um, from where I was in LA two hours north to Santa Barbara because I needed a cleaner environment. What? Yes. Talk about that. So I'm going to stop talking for now and I'm going to introduce our guest because I'm so excited and I only... I know we only have him for a you know moment or two because he is very busy and he's got his family balance that I so thoroughly just love that he's engaged with. So without further ado, dun, 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 Dr. Marvin Singh, welcome to the JBH podcast. 
Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> good morning, afternoon, good evening, and good night. Um, so, Dr. Marvin, I want you to kind of do a little intro about yourself, how you got into the specific practice of gastroenterology. I know I always butcher that word, gastroenterology, <laughs> and kind of, kind of give us like your elevator pitch right now. Well, um, I went into medicine because I always wanted to be a doctor, and since sixth grade, I think, even since I was in elementary school. And along the way, you know, when you're in medical school, you try to figure out what kind of doctor you want to be. And um, I always had an interest in using my head uh, to think about things, and then I also wanted to be able to use my hands to do things as well. And for a while, I thought I was going to be a surgeon, but that wasn't really the lifestyle that I wanted. So mm -hmm. I ended up being a gastroenterologist. And I think it was either between that and cardiology. And I guess I like butts better than hearts. <laughs> <laughs> true, 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 right? <laughs> um, okay, well, so tell us, like, where did you go to medical school? And kind of what was, I mean, sixth grade. You knew from sixth grade to, like, follow your truth. There was no pressure on that, right? No pressure from yeah. mom and dad or anything. You just, you loved well, playing operation. You know, you loved <laughs> probably digging in the dirt. Could that have been, you know, playing along with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, from a very young age, uh, and actually, you know, I was admitted into medical school from high school. So before oh I even went to college, I was in one of those programs where you didn't have to even really apply to medical school or take the MCAT or anything like that. You're straight in. Oh um, this is through the university scholars program at the George Mason University because I'm from Virginia. I'm an East Coaster, really. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, I went to the Medical College of Virginia uh, from there. And uh, after that, I said, you know, I've lived in Virginia most of my life. It's probably time to go explore the rest of the country. So I ended up at the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, um, which is an awesome place to learn medicine for my internal medicine. And then um, I tell everyone the story that it was, it was, it was like February or, or something in um, in Michigan, as like minus 10 degrees, yeah. and I got called for my interview in San Diego at Scripps Clinic for my <laughs> GI fellowship, and uh, it was like 73 or 75 degrees, like it always is in San Diego, and I got off the plane. I had never been in San Diego before, and I was like, what is this place? This place is like a paradise, so... From then on, uh, I pushed hard to, to get into uh, the program here, and uh, that's how I met Southern California. Uh, the, yeah. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I'm from Kansas originally. I can 100% relate to that statement. I think that's why so many people live here, and they're like, that's why everything is so jacked up with prices. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll pay for it. If I don't have to, you know, like sit through one more ice storm, I will do it for sure. But so let's move on. So you ended up in California and you're like at Scripps, like, wow, what an amazing La Jolla, right? La Jolla yeah, yeah. is an amazing place. First off, like scenic, but then, you know, just like as a study standpoint, you know, you have so many different people that have recognized that name and will go there for research studies. So what uh -huh. a, like, great, I'm going to call it a Petri dish. What an amazing little Petri <laughs> dish you had right in front of you, um, a motivation um, right there in front of you. So moving on, 
Okay. The main reason that we have you here is because what I kind of told you before we got on air is that gut health, gut health, gut health. Oh my gosh. It is such a term that is being thrown out around there. A lot of people are well informed about gut health, the microbiome, you know, prebiotic, probiotic, exactly what that means. But a lot of people just kind of throw out gut health, leaky gut, what have you, like it's what's the weather today? You know what I mean? Or (laughs) how's the weather in your field? You know, like that's literally like (sighs) everyone out there, raise your hand. If it's, if you've had a conversation with a stranger and it's like turns into gut health or autoimmune or inflammation or something of that nature, you know, it's like, what's the weather? Well, what's your, what's your gut telling you, you know? So, okay. Let's kind of like square it all the way here because I want people to exactly know what you're dealing with and what what kind of like the whole basis is for gut health and why people are having so many problems. Actually, you know what? I'm going to call them symptoms. So many symptoms of uh, gut impermeability. Um, kind of talk and square away what the second brain is. Gut health as the second brain. Well, even, you know, uh, as a little background, even me as a gastroenterologist, having gone through all those places for training, like we talked about, um, I still felt that there was something missing from the whole picture. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, while I was actively practicing, I started to become frustrated um, by not feeling like I understood everything. And so I did a fellowship in integrative medicine at Andrew Weil Center for Integrative Medicine. And that really opened up my eyes to how the whole body is really interconnected. Um, and being a gastroenterologist, it really drove me to start learning, studying, researching, doing all these other things on my own. And I quickly realized that the gut is at the root of everything. And uh, there's so much research uh, showing that uh, almost any condition is associated um, with some issue related to the gut or the microbiome. And so that really kind of sparked the flare uh, inside of me to kind of um, make this kind of my, my life's work. And so, you know, uh, I, when I see people, they're, they're coming from all kinds of different places, just like, you know, some of the things that you're mentioning. Um, and uh, we work on that. Uh, one of the biggest issues that people talk about uh, with gut health is this leaky gut or gut uh, permeability that you mentioned. And basically, you know, how this all works is uh, we have a gut lining in our when we say gut, we really we meet, we're talking about the, the GI tract, the, the food pipe uh, going all the way down to your whole uh, to your colon all the way to the end. And when we're um, talking about, you know, the, the gut lining, we're talking about this, the, this lining, which is only one cell layer thick. So it's not like there's like a whole barricade of cells kind of going all the way, uh, you know, super deep thick. It's not like that. And these, these cells, just imagine them like two little blocks sitting next to each other and they are connected by a drawbridge and that's uh, what's called a tight junction. Mm-hmm. And when those tight junctions are impacted uh, by something, whether it's a toxin or food or 
or stress or, or not sleeping well or anything like that, then those drawbridges um, start getting injured and all the uh, things like lipopolysaccharides, which are you know endotoxins from bacteria, bacteria themselves, food particles, different things like that can kind of leak through this drawbridge, this, this, uh, this barricade that was injured and get into the bloodstream. And that's what we mean by permeability. Uh, stuff is permeable. It gets through this barricade. And then when it gets into the bloodstream, you know, your immune system says, oh, my God, what's all this stuff? You got carrots floating around here. You got this bacteria here. We got we to gotta attack. We got to attack. And they start a war. Mm. And, uh, and everybody, uh, you know, my viewpoint uh, is that uh, the, the war could happen in uh, whichever region the stuff settles in it. So some people get psoriasis, some people get rheumatoid arthritis, some people get diabetes. You know, all, it depends really, I think, on um, what your genetic predisposition is, what's going on in your health otherwise, what else is going on chemically, biochemically in your body, and where, where things just decide to settle out. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so as I was like listening to you, I'm drawing a little diagram for myself because I want to remember this. And the gut lining, um, isn't it true that the, 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 how do I describe it? The intestine, it's actually not like, it's not, it's like outside. It's, it's like not even, it's not in a stomach or, you know what I mean? Like, um, they're like two different parts. Um, so, Oh gosh, I'm totally butchering this. Um, for well, everyone, the, the, the GI tract starts in the mouth. So right, when you chew it's like a tube. You eat, it goes down the esophagus, which is your food pipe, and then it, uh, then you know, that's in your chest. And there's a diaphragm that separates the chest from the abdomen. And once the food pipe kind of dives through the diaphragm, it, it becomes the stomach. The stomach is an organ itself. Um, and that's where all the food is kind of ground up and churned up into kind of like a liquid. And then it goes down into the small bowel. But the small bowel is not small. The small bowel is 20 feet long. Cool. So, yeah. So, I mean, if I if, if we were to fillet ourselves open and put it down on mm. the ground, it'd be the length of like a doubles tennis court. It's oh uh, the, the surface area is massive. So and when from the small bowel, then you be, then some people call it small bowel, small intestine, same, same kind of thing. And then uh, that turns into the colon. Mm. which is uh, another five feet long. Oh, my gosh. We are just like a whole bag of worms, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, literally. <laughs> so, okay, so, because this brings me up to when everything is, like, all coiled inside of us, and we do have something that is maybe irritating to our, our gut, or maybe I'm just going to call it the whole process of di digestion, right? Um, what What causes the impingement? What causes the... The ways of making something bloated, you know, within us, like what, uh. what makes us bloated along that pathway? You know, I just imagine like a little, you know, pee, you know, like do, 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 going down the tube, going down the tube. And then all of a sudden something gets stuck. Something's not moving along. Something holds up traffic, you know, on the 405 and then bam, we've got <laughs> bloat. Like what causes that? Well, uh, you know, bloating uh, is a feeling that we feel from gas distension, and our human cells don't make gas. It's the bacteria that do. So when the bacteria uh, sees this food, 
um, that uh, it would like to ferment, then it starts fermenting the food. Mm. And as a byproduct of fermentation, you get gas. Mm. Gas production, then if you imagine this 20 feet long tube we were just talking about, if it gets filled with air like a balloon, then what happens? But we as humans feel that, or uh, the sensation is, is distension. You know, some people will either belch or uh, they'll they'll push it out the other end mm-hmm. um, because the gas has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to stay there, you know, necessarily. And so they, they may complain that some people say I have flatulence, some people say I burp, some people just say I'm bloated, distended, or all of the above, and that could be an effect of what's going on inside. So there are particular kinds of foods uh, when people have these issues that may contribute to that. Um, also could be something called uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth mm-hmm. or SIBO, S-I-B-O. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have that. And I think that's just a, an effect of an imbalance in the entire system. And we get some excess of bacteria growing in the, in the small intestine. So I find that SIBO or symptoms of perhaps uh, SIBO coming along, um, you know, People talk about this all the time, that they have this bacteria overgrowth, you know, and uh, another one of those being candida. Is it, did I say it right? Candida or candida, as Uh a lot of people like to call it. That's another um, portion of there. But what people don't understand is that, like, what is causing this? Like, doctor, what is causing this? Is it, is it food? Is it environment? Is it a combination of the whole? You know, I know it has to do with the microbiome, correct? So maybe uh-huh. we can kind of split this topic off and go back into like, what is the gut microbiome? Is that what we are just talking about? Is that the society? This I'm, t- I'm thinking about this as like a little town within us. Like our body's a little <laughs> town. The microbiome is like the metropolis, right? Uh-huh. Uh, the microbiome is... Huge metropolis. There are more bacteria in your gut than you have cells in your whole body. So what when we say microbiome, we talk about gut microbiome because there are microbiomes all over our body in different parts. The gut microbiome is basically this collection, this ecosystem, uh, this community of bacteria, viruses, fungus, mold, yeast, all of the above that live together and they have different functions. And majority of these bacteria, we we all we usually say bacteria because bacteria are, you know, the majority, the other guys are the minority. Um, so the majority of these bugs um, live in the colon, but they do, uh, you know, have some populations elsewhere in the small intestine as well. And so we have microbiomes in the gut, we have them on the skin, in the mouth, uh, you know, uh, all over the place, different organs. There's a blood microbiome, there's a lung microbiome, there's an esophagus microbiome, there's a vaginal microbiome, there's all kinds of microbiomes. (laughs) So when we talk about the microbiome or, you know, like the little cities around us, in us, Uh um, what what is the way to keep them smooth moving, everyone happy? Um, everyone working as a team, all the little bacteria guys, um, what is a way to keep them moving? Like, you know, one step, you know, one step. Because, you know, Dr. Marvin, like, what really gets to me is that, you know, we open up our computer, we open up our cell phone, 
You know, we see it all around us at bookstores, what have you, magazine covers, you know, like the new diet or the new da da da. Is that harming us more than just kind of like stripping everything back down to the bare foundation and just eating real fruits and vegetables? And I'm going to totally jump on this bandwagon as well, but just like the toxins and cleaning products and stuff, like uh-huh. what what is the role that we need to take to make everything kind of go efficiently? That's a very good question. Um, and so that's the question that I was looking to try to answer as I started all my research and studies and I was reading about all kinds of things from quantum theory to mind body mm. to, to, you know, gut health to genomic health to telomere health. All these things led me to one specific place. And it's kind of uh, interesting yet uh, simple and complex at the very at the exact same time. And exactly. it's really these principles of lifestyle medicine. And, you know, uh, in our book that's just coming out uh, this month, Integrative Gastroenterology Second Edition, I wrote the chapter on lifestyle medicine as it affects the gut. And so I kind of sifted through all the research and science and really, you know, looking at toxins in your foods, in your cosmetics, in your water, in your environment, in your community, in everything. Toxins, how much you're exercising, what kind of foods you're eating, uh, how much stress you have and how you're mitigating that, how much you're sleeping, and even your social interconnections, how much fun you're having in life, how, who, you know, are you hanging out with people, you keeping in touch with people, all of these things, there's actually pretty good science showing that they affect the microbiome. And they affect everybody's microbiome is different too, we should say. There's only, you know, 10 to 20% similarity in, in each person. So you mentioned about the diet. And if you look up, you know, what are the health benefits of keto diet or paleo diet or Mediterranean diet or vegan or carnivore, you know, there is science showing support for a lot of these and so you may say well well then how how could it be good to be a vegan and be good to be uh uh you know a paleo at the same time they're they're different diets so how how could they both benefit the gut microbiome and that's where a lot of the confusion comes from and um uh, this is where we get into like the food wars and you know marketing Mm. who markets better and who, who can kind of uh, voice their message more strongly. And the fact of the matter is that everybody is so different. And the reason why I think all these studies um, show benefit is because they're not really taking the microbiome into account when they are doing these studies because, you know, the, the results are only as good as the, the people's microbiome that you're using in the study itself. And so there was a cool study that came out uh, earlier this year where they took, I think, like 30 people or 32 people or something like that, and they followed them for 17 days. And they checked their microbiome every single day. And they found that in each individual, you could uh, predict what changes might occur based on foods in that person, but it was not generalizable across the entire group. So if I ate broccoli and you ate broccoli, I might have five changes in my microbiome 
that would do five different things. You might have five different changes in your microbiome that might do five different things. Maybe it'll be good for both of us. Maybe it'll be good for one and bad for the other. Mm -hmm. How can you say in a study that XYZ is the best for everybody when, when you really don't know? And that there is the, that is the root of the confusion of all this diet stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm going to just like, just being honest, guys, I'm going to really kind of just say that also, like, think about like, you are completely different than someone else. It's like when I work with clients, like everyone's custom, everyone has different thoughts, feelings, uh, everyone uh, cellularly, you know, grew up in a different household, you know, stress-wise, that really can translate to your cells. Also, the other thing is, doctor, like, what about, you know, like our heritage, you know? Say someone's German, you know, by, you know, standard upbringing, you know, their ancestry is very German, and then the other person is very Japanese, you know? Like, completely different kind of lifestyles and the way that our body like has been used to things and environments you know um i mean that's like a whole nother like curveball there and so then we have all this marketing out there that's like trying to sell you a, a pill the magic pill and people aren't even reading labels you know on anything which is really bugging me so what i'm trying and you may stop me in my tracks about this but what about just every one of us just listening to ourselves, like intuitive e eating, you know, like, like closing our minds. What is my emotion like right now? You know, am I happy? Am I sad? Do I have sexual tension? You know, what am I craving really? And what is my body telling me that I need? You know, is it a cantaloupe? You know, is it, <laughs> you know, is it, uh, you know, cause Often at times our body will tell us, you know, like when you're sick, you know, when you're sometimes when you're really sick, like say you have the flu and like for some reason, like an apple only sounds good or like oatmeal or something weird like that, you know, I mean, that's not weird in my life, but something just pretty bland, you know, but like until we start to like really think about that, usually at times as, you know, mainstream modern, and I'm not going to only say Americans, but just civilization with the marketing, like we we don't listen to our per se quote quote gut until we don't feel well um, yeah exactly i mean i i tell people that the best doctor is your body mm. and so you know if you feel that you know if you eat a cantaloupe you don't feel good then don't eat the cantaloupe it doesn't mm. matter what anybody tells you that you know cantaloupe is healthy or, mm -hmm. or not if, if you don't feel good then don't force yourself to eat it mm -hmm. um, and likely what what we feel when we say what you're when you say we're listening to our bodies is is our bodies are actually talking to us in biochemical signals and so everything is connected to everything it's just if you imagine a, like a, a snow globe right mm. and when you shake it you see all the little snowflakes floating around everywhere that's what's happening inside of our bodies. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just so complex. That's why we're using artificial intelligence to try to figure out a lot of these uh, different things. And we're trying to put the microbiome and the metabolome and genetics and epigenetics and all that stuff together is because the human brain uh, may not be able to comprehend how all these interactions occur. And so when you feel something, you know, like, oh, uh, I feel like I need an apple. 
you know, that could be, you know, your microbes talking to you and releasing metabolites that go to the brain, uh, which signal a memory that triggers you to think I need an apple. Mm -hmm. the, the messages come from someplace. And you mentioned earlier the second brain, um, and I didn't touch on that, but uh, I can touch on it a little bit now. The second brain, we talk about the gut as having a second brain, I, I mean, as being the second brain, because it has its own nervous system. Mm. A lot of people don't know that either. Uh, when we do our labs, you know, when we're studying in school, we, I always remember there was a, it was a piece of intestine that we were uh, playing around with and you can see the twitching and the moving oh. of the intestine, but it's not connected to any God. body. Or That's anything. crazy. So, oh, it's like an yeah. octopus. <laughs> it's called the enteric nervous system. So mm. there are more nerves in the enteric nervous system than there are in the spinal cord. Imagine that. And so oh my when we're talking about the snow globe, you know, with all the snowflakes floating around everywhere, where are, you know, all of these messages that are these little snowflakes, they, the body is so awesomely designed that these messages come from one nervous system to another certain nervous system. So these nerves are shooting uh, a lot of the messages back and forth constantly. And so, you know, we always talk about the vagus nerve. The vagus nerve is like, you know, the Audubon uh, in Germany. We were talking about Germany mm -hmm. earlier. Mm -hmm. it's, it's this big, crazy superhighway where information just zipping up and down, up and down, up and down all the time. You don't even know that it's happening. You can't feel that it's happening, but it's happening. And so if you're, you know, uh, and, and that, that's really the cool and intricate part of this whole equation that the gut and the microbiome is connected to the brain in a way because the chemicals that are released in the gut go through the nervous system and make it to the brain and very, very quickly. Like, like it's like a computer, you know, if you click the space bar on your, on your computer, you see the cursor move. I mean, it's, it's like that, like it, it happens that quickly. So, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? What comes first, <laughs> the gut or the brain? Which one's in charge? Well, I would think that if you had to ask, um, the gut would probably say it was because I think so. Um, the uh, microbes existed on this planet before we did. Yeah. Um, what I was gonna say is, why do you think that term comes? Go with your gut. Go with yeah. your gut. Um, I think that's fascinating. I want to jump into the whole talk about brain now and like neurotransmitters, neurotoxins. Um, I am going to share a real life story. This is kind of, kind of what caught me like wrapped around everything about this, like standing upon what I back up um, within the industry, being a clean being out there. Um, I have gone a couple bouts now. I think it all started when I was in Thailand and I had to take some gut stool tests um, and found out I had a worm. And so then I got really involved with this stuff. But later on down the road, um, I, I, um, I had mold um, from a place that I was living. And then I got really, basically, oh my gosh, lost like a year of my life um, in bed, literally so depressed, moody, 
nothing was working properly, color in my face gone, you know, it, it was extreme. It was extreme. Um, my eyes, had big rashes on my eyes, like to total like my tongue, white splotches, you know, it was, I was a mess. I was a mess. Um, and it just goes to show that our environment and the stress within that um, can do a whole number on our body. And then, Dr. Marvin, I moved to a different place and I started to get horrible migraines, horrible, horrible migraines. I started to feel anxious um, and basically arthritic, very very arthritic. And a lot of people will throw out there, oh, you have this, that, and that. But correct me if I'm wrong, these are all symptoms to something that may occur in the future, but not that we necessarily have it right now. Say like a rheumatoid arthritis or something like that, um, or symptoms of potential MS in the future. These are all symptoms, but we can back up and heal them if we disassociate ourselves from that environment, you know, and start to, to cleanse ourselves out. Am I, did I make any sense at all there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of what we're talking about with the leaky gut or intestinal permeability. And when things are just chronically bombarding one area, at, you know, over and over again, and that that's when you end up with a diagnosis of something. But Oftentimes, people get these kind of symptoms. We call it nonspecific symptoms, but it's it's a sign that something could be brewing, you know, um, eventually later. And finding out where these symptoms could be coming from kind of helps get you to the root of the situation. And so, what I always tell people is, you know, if you give your body the ingredients that it that it needs the ingredients that it wants, it will do the best job that it can in your environment. So I always emphasize the environment in your particular circumstances because everybody's in a different environment too. And so um, whether it's your physical environment or your emotional environment or whatever environment, you know, your physical place, which region of the country you live in, or if there's, you know, uh, stress in where you're living or, or, or pollution or whatever. All of these things impact us as well. And I think that this is one of the parts of life that we really take for granted. We don't pay attention to that as much, you know. Oh, it is what it is. I, I live right off the 405. It's no big deal. A lot of people do. But, I mean, maybe you have an issue because all the pollution is really bothering you. Mm -hmm. Everybody's built differently. So their microbiome will handle it differently. Their genes will process the toxins differently. The enzymes that process the toxins will work differently. Your liver might work differently. Everybody is different. And so, you know, I could take three people and I could give all three people BPA, uh, which is the, the bad stuff that's in plastics. Mm -hmm. And one person might have no problem at all. Another person might have a little bit of problem. And the third person might get, you know, full-blown inflammatory response and have a, have a major problem. Everybody processes things differently. So the environment is definitely a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I am so lucky to be working with Sally Berry, who's an integrative um, functional nutritionist. And I'm doctor, like I am like, I don't want to take antibiotics. Um, so kind of like within my health journey, she basically, you know, 
we had my little blasters out there. I took, you know, a specific round of biocidin and then, you know, this whole protocol with like the NAC and uh, the glutathione, I had to really, really, really separate myself from um, stressful moments in life because I can hold on to stress very easily because I have so much intuitive gift with that and, you know, I'm a projector, what have you, but I had to literally take on, you know, my morning routine and meditate every morning because um, my serotonin and dopamine levels were so out of whack. And, you know, that's when people are like, oh my God, my hormones, you know, they're out of whack, you know, everything, you know, those, that's hello. But anyways, um, and then, you know, jumping on to like taking the gut store, uh, have you heard of like re- restore um, floor, restore floor, and then the um, micro microbiome, uh, microspores, microspores, megaspores, uh, yes, they're yeah. the best. <laughs> um, so just like all these things, but most importantly, I had to, and this is what people I think are not doing enough of is stopping and sure doing natural things, but listening, listening to themselves, you know, closing off their minds, realizing how you are basically like what relationships you're in. You know, I had to basically, as I mentioned before, like I moved out very quickly from the last place I was in. My friend so graciously let me put my stuff in his garage and I actually went to Italy and I cannot tell you how much I healed from being there. Um, The difference between LA and Italy and the cleanliness of the food and the people, and you can feel it in the air. You know, you can feel energy. I tell everyone energy is energy. And sure, there's a difference. But then I came back and I said, I need to move. I moved to Santa Barbara. I cannot tell you how much of a difference there is there um, with just air quality and also power lines. What people don't understand, all these things are messing with your gut and your brains. And we're always fired and wired all the time here in certain areas. So I'm calming down now. (laughs) I'm calming down now. But it, guys, it all works hand in hand. It all works hand in hand. You have a whole little political society within your body. And what if the leader (laughs) is off balance, you know, or off kilter, nothing's going to be running smoothly. And there's always going to be a battle. And as you said, there's always going to be some sort of war that's going to be wanting to brew up, you know, like gut imbalance, allergies, asthma, eczema, anxiety, depression, autoimmune conditions, you know, Alzheimer's disease, it all starts literally within you. And then whatever is getting thrown out you externally, that's either turning things on, turning things off, what have you. Um, Yeah, everything is interconnected, as you said. Um, And I love it. So I kind of want you, because you are in lifestyle medicine. I am in lifestyle design. And I want you to kind of go into now about um, your precision clinic that you just opened. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I took all of uh, 
my interests and passions and I put it in one place. And so I said, you know, I saw, you know, we didn't talk about my journey either. You know, mm. I, in, in, the process, <laughs> in the process of learning about all this stuff, um, I, you know, started doing some genetic tests on myself, checking my microbiome, looking at toxin exposures, sensitivities to foods, all these kind of things. And then I used that information and I started living according to the information that I was getting from that, you know, all these tests and stuff and mm. listening to my body as well. And, and guess what? You know, I, I found that um, I started losing weight. I lost like 30 pounds. I started feeling better. I started, I had a more opportunity now because I was feeling better to do things that I wasn't doing as well before, like meditating and exercising better and those kind of things. And it just all kind of snowballed in my favor. And so, you know, one of the things I always tell people also is that, you know, just as your life can snowball out of control, it can snowball back into control. And so with the Precision Clinic, what, I, what I've done is created a place where, you know, um, we, we can check, check you out. You know, we can check out your genes. We can check out your sensitivities. We can see what exposures you have. Look at how foods affect you. We can do all of these kind of things. Look at your microbiome and I take all this inf information together and I literally map out a personalized protocol for you based on that information and knowing who you are and your life and your background and what your story is because that's one thing that no test or any machine can actually ever do. A machine can't know a person. And so framing the recommendations and the program into you as an individual is really key component of the whole thing. So actually meeting and talking is actually the first test because you won't really know how to frame anything from there on if you don't really know, you know, who, who you're dealing with. And so Precision Clinic was born out of that idea where we uh, can really personalize, uh, you know, health protocols for people. And we spell precision the Italian way with the E at the end yes. because it emphasizes the one person, O-N-E. So now you can spell precision oh. with an E at the end. And um, it's, a, it's a precision based uh, clinic where you, we really focus on the individual and the person. And, you know, a lot of people who aren't able to come to San Diego, you know, they may be able to benefit from a, a remote consultation too. So, in some settings, we're able to do that as well, depending on where you live. So, we're trying to reach as many people as we can and try to help as many people as we can to try to really understand that. There are a lot of complexities to life and health, but we can boil it down and try to make it a little bit more simple and try to get to the root of the problem and help you out. You know what? I, I mean, I'm literally bowing to you right now. I am like, bravo, um, the root cause, the root cause. Guys, that is your vocabulary word for today. I want that to be planted in your mind, the root cause. That's where you start to heal, all right? It's not about this food, that food, this packaged ingredient, that packaged ingredient. Let's get to the root cause, and that's why we have Dr. Marvin Singh here. And um, I could go on forever and ever. We may have to bring you back on eventually in the future because I know people are going to be writing in with questions. But um, shoot, what was I going to ask you? Oh, um, well, first off, you can use me as 
a guinea pig anytime you want. <laughs> I'm more than happy to share my DNA, my blood. I, I'm always interested in all of that stuff. Um, okay, so before I let you go, what is one little takeaway that you can kind of plant in our little, um, our gut brains um, before we leave? And then I'm going to ask you one more question. Okay. I think, you know, one of the key things I, I like to tell everyone is that getting well and being healthy, that whole process doesn't have to be a painful process. Mm. doesn't have to be like, oh, I can't eat this. I can't do that. You know, like a punishment. This can actually be a fun process. You don't have to, you know, feel like you're going through something so terrible in order to get well. So you can, you can have fun and get well at the same time. And always remember that if people are not talking about personalized approach to things and really looking at you from an individual perspective and helping you understand that the way that you live and how you eat needs to be flexible and sustainable because that's, that's how we are as humans. We need to be flexible because we're always in different environments because we're mobile. Um, then they're totally missing the mark. So you really have to pay attention to that when you listen to blogs and other podcasts and things like that. And I say it over and over and over again, but it's because it's super important. If you're not focusing on flexibility and sustainability and that kind of stuff and looking at the individual, you're, you're totally going to miss the point. Yeah, what I strive, I have a, a, actually multiple clients that – you know, we talk a lot about like the nutrition aspect, but also nutrition as in part of, um, I want to say interaction with friends, family, what have you, dinner parties, and about how, and I've noticed this in America, how unaccepting it is if you um, stand up for your health sometimes, um, because it is that why don't you want this? Why don't, why? You know, like how many times I get asked why, 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 you know, when I was in Italy. <laughs> and I, my basic answer and what I tell my clients is it just does not work with me. And then boop, done. But I think like the confidence for people to kind of take their own health and the feelings of themselves, going back to that intuitive authenticity, I think that's kind of like the starting point, you know, really standing uh -huh. strong in that. Um, all right. Doctor, I've got one last question. Are you ready? Sure. All right. What's your honest truth that has led you on a path to success and maintaining a healthy lifestyle? I think it's being flexible because we do different things. We go on vacations. We have long days at work. We, you know, have experienced stressful times. We're humans. Mm -hmm. This is just life. But the key to success is not beating yourself up over these, these downfalls or these pitfalls or these obstacles that we face in life. It's okay. It's okay, you know, if, if you have to do something that you know is not right or not best for you. You will live, you know, as long as you don't do something dangerous, you know. But, mm -hmm. um, 
you know, uh, if you want to have cake on your birthday, don't feel bad that cake is bad for you. Everybody's saying sugar is bad. I can't have this. I mean, eat the cake. I mean, <laughs> part of part of having a healthy lifestyle, like we said earlier, is is having fun and enjoying your social interconnections and enjoying life, experiencing life. So do that. And if that means that you take a hit on one thing by doing something else on another aspect, go ahead, do it. It's fine because at the end of the day, the net effect is all good vibes to your body, to your gut microbiome, to your genes, to your, to the chemicals that are floating around in your body. And that's what we want at the end of the day. We want to find balance, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. We want to find balance with nutrition and stress and sleep and and uh, all of these kind of things um, because the body wants to be balanced and our health wants to be balanced and sometimes it's a little bit on the left sometimes a little bit on the right but if you end up in the middle most of the time then you've done the best that you can I think mm-hmm. I love that answer I love it well I want to thank you so 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 much for being a guest on the show and I will definitely have you back because there's other topics I would love to talk you know about um, especially children um, I think that would be our next topic down the road especially since you have children of your own um, and that you know we all have to treat ourselves like we're children <laughs> I think when we go back to healing but I think that's an important topic guys um, precisiononeclinic.com remember that is with an e so it's p-r-e-c-i-s-i-o-n-e clinic.com where you can have your concierge service started right there and also go pick up the second edition so it's integrative gastroenterology second edition i want to get my hands on that book as well so I'm excited. I have like a whole clobber of books on my bedside. Um, And guys, if you have any questions, feel free to chime in, send me some DMs, some emails, and we'll see if we can get you some some of your questions answered. Um, But, you know, guys, we're splewing out. I make up words all the time. Splewing out um, (laughs) our podcast episodes now on Sunday evenings. So... Every Sunday evening, if you subscribe, beep, 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 it's going to go straight to you. Um, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Simplecast FM, iHeartRadio. Woo! Plug in your earbuds and uh, we'll get you going. So until next time, it has been a joy. It has been a pleasure. As always, I am so grateful for you all. Until next time, kiss, kiss. Hug, hug, peace, love, ciao. I think I could have talked to Doc. Doc. I'm going to call him Doc now. Dr. Marvin Singh for hours and hours and hours and hours on end. I know you two probably had so many lingering questions, not only about your own personal health um, issues, perhaps past or present, but maybe a friend or a family member or something that's just so common in in the environment today. What's going on? How is it affecting you? My gosh, I'm certainly going to have him back on the show, but I had to share with you one of my favorite quotes from this episode with Dr. Marvin Singh was that being flexible is the key to a balanced life. Think about that. Being flexible is the key 
to a balanced life and that everything is connected to everything. Just like I tell y'all multiple times, everything is a choice and energy is energy. Energy is energy. So true, doctor. So very true. So to all of my JBH listeners and supporters out there, I am so grateful for you tuning in each and every week. I am excited to hear your comments and your reviews that you send to me. They help me become a better little broadcaster um, into your world out there. And I hope you got a lot of value out of the episode today. I know my head was spinning. Just, again, I am still writing down questions of what I want to ask him. And thank you so much for hanging out with me. And if you did, which I know you did, Please, please take a snapshot of this episode if you're on your phone and press it out there in social media and tag me at Just Being Honest KB. And, um, you know, your friends, your family members need to hear about this stuff. They need to know what the root cause is. And again, I'm a friend of yours. If you have any questions, please feel free to connect with me. And if you're doing something healthy today, which I hope you're doing something healthy every single day, Tag me, hashtag, at just being honest, and hashtag, at just being honest KB. And then I can kind of snoop on you guys and see what you're cooking up in the kitchen or maybe doing something athletic. Uh, remember, being without a G. So it's J-U-S-T-B-E-I-N-H-O-N-E-S-T. Yep, that's me. And as always, guys, I appreciate you so much so much have an amazing day until next time thanks for joining in hello sweet beans i wanted to remind you that today's podcast was brought to you by the just being honest team yeah kb me so kb's lifestyle design what's it all about as i mentioned before it's about creating that substance in your life what are you really searching for wait It's not about searching, it's about unveiling what is already deep within you. So a little bit health coaching, a little bit life coaching, a little bit regaining that truth within you. So do you want to know where to start, how to begin? It's easy. Call me. I will give you your first discovery call for free. So just contact me, KB, and say JBH free. And you'll get your first discovery call free.